0: The hard shoulder
1: on News Talk
0: with Nissan Subscribe and Drive. No deposit, no compromise, no fuss. Find out more at nissan.ie.
1: Now, Tony Holohan, the chief medical officer, was on News Talk Breakfast uh, this morning with my colleagues, Kira and Shane. And he said that the new restrictions and rules around the hospitality industry were about sending a signal to people. And that signal, obviously, being stay at home more, go out less. Well, what impact is all of this having on the industry itself? Gina Murphy is the proprietor of Hugo's Restaurant in Dublin. Uh, Gina, ha- have you seen the impact of that message to people in, in terms of cancellations?
0: In full force, Karen, in full force. Um, since Dr. Holland first came out and asked people to restrict their social contacts, um, which was two weeks ago, um, looking at my report as of right now, I have received 2,505 cancellations.
1: Two and a half thousand cancellations. Yeah, yeah. In how long? In just a fortnight? In two weeks, yeah. Where does that leave the business, Gina?
0: That leaves us down um, 50%. That's it. Um, That's our forward bookings for Christmas. All the Christmas parties have cancelled. You know, all the groups have cancelled. Not just the offices, but you know, Um, it leaves us in a very uh, precarious position, I suppose, because December traditionally for our industry is when we're like the squirrels. We we gather the nuts in December to keep us going through January, February, and March. And um, this is our stack of nuts that's just been destroyed. So um, I, I, I don't know. We, we need. We're going to need help again. There's no doubt about it. And I'm, I'm sure. I, I, I don't know. I tend to be the, the one of the first to see it. But when it happens to me, it generally happens down the line. And I'm sure there are other. Well, I know that there are other restaurants in the same position as I am.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I know. Senior government ministers at this cabinet subcommittee meeting later today are expected to discuss. Measures to support the hospitality industry. Now we don't know exactly what those measures are yet. Some rumours uh, about just expansions and extensions of schemes that already exist. But of the two and a half thousand cancellations, Gina, you mentioned Christmas parties. Is it is it big bulk bookings? Is is that the majority of them? Are is there evidence that just you know couples, for example, are starting to to cancel as well?
0: Um, the majority are the Christmas. Parties, okay. um, but we are seeing some people getting quite hesitant. Um, you know, in the smaller groups, and you know, we are getting twos and fours and everything else. Even this weekend, you know, it's it's very evident that people are, you know, kind of being shocked, and uh, it's it's a real pity because I really do believe that restaurants offer a very safe environment. We have our social distancing; you you don't mix with other tables. You're in a static position, um, and we have, you know, good ventilation in there, and it's you know, you're not mixing with people who aren't at your table. Mm. So, and and people wear masks when they leave the table and our staff are masked and sanitized and everything. But but I suppose, uh, Kieran, my, my worry is going forward. Um, our industry, as you know, has taken such a pummeling over the last, you know, shy of two years. And most of us can't even open seven days at the moment um, because we don't have the staff, because the industry lost It's wonderful people because, and I know that a lot of people think, oh, everybody went on the pub. I just beg people to have a little bit of conscientious respect for the people that work in our industry that used to earn far more than €350 a week. And especially in Dublin City Centre, being asked to step back and not allowed to work because we can't work from home um, and live on €350 and support your families and pay your mortgages it, it's not viable for mm. people to do that. And that's why they left the industry. And if we go into another state of shock or paralysis where we lose our staff again, we, like we're only able to open you know, half the working week as it is, we're going to lose more people. And it's not as simple as saying, you know, you can fill those positions. These are skilled positions. You can't just walk in off the street and think that you can go down into a commercial kitchen. There are years of training behind this. And they're the people that we've lost. And we've lost our wonderful sommeliers. And, you know, there's years of training into Mm. their jobs. and, And that has to be taken into consideration that if the government are going to put us into a position where, you know, we either get restricted again or into... I'm not saying it's going to happen. I know they're all saying that they don't want it to happen. But we have to look at a different tool than €350. Euros. There has to be yeah. a percentage of their wages and not an arbitrary, blunt instrument of 350 mm. These people make far more than that and a little bit of respect is needed and due to them.
1: Well, Gina, listen, stay on the line because I'm joined as well by Ian Redmond, the owner of Tramline in, in Dublin. Ian, what impact has the latest round of, of restrictions, the midnight closing time, had on your business?
2: Hi, Karen. Yeah, I echo uh, those sentiments. It's 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 been horrendous. Um. So the, this week we're down about thirty percent because I I think they only really kicked in on Thursday night at twelve, uh, and next week I think we'll be down a full fifty percent on our revenues. So uh, we're calling on the government to reimpose all the EWSS and the CRSs, and I, I suppose our staff, our staff. Uh, our staff um, we can train them up in a couple of weeks, and we wouldn't have the same problems uh, there as the restaurant industry in terms of commercial kitchens. But we've a fantastic team we've put together. I was talking to Kiva, our marketing manager today, who is our in-house booker, and she said the level of uh, uh, distrust now from her age cohort is the kind of 23 to 27-year-old. All our friends have moved away to the UK because they don't trust the government anymore um, uh, and that there will be an industry for them to come back to. Uh, They just don't trust them. Mm -hmm. They said, get doubly vaccinated and then you're welcome uh, to go out clubbing. And they've done that. So there's going to be a real problem trying to convince that age group that the booster program is for them. And uh, there's a huge level of distrust there. So we need to communicate our message better uh, and we need to figure out what way we're going to trade, whether we're going to be closed, whether we're going to be open, uh, whether it's going to be till twelve or whether it's going to be till what time, and there's lots of problems, Kieran. And uh, it's a daunting time we're facing into over Christmas.
1: Yeah, I, I, I like nightclubs are probably busy, uh, 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 you know, right throughout the year, over the weekends. But to what extent? Do you like, uh, Gina, to use that analogy, do you act like squirrels over the winter period? Like do the Christmas parties, I assume they kind of uh, they fill up the club on nights. It might be quieter.
2: Yeah, well, so summer tends to be quieter when students are wearing holidays and August be the, the quiet time. So, yeah, November, December uh, are, are huge for us. Uh, everything from graduation parties to Christmas parties uh, and events. January, we've always said, is a good dancing month after Christmas. People like to come out and dance. But we feel that the next level of restrictions will be that, yeah, you can open as a nightclub till 12, but uh, there's, you can't be any DJs. So uh, we just want to point out at this stage, to the people designing these uh, new uh, uh, regulations, that there is no difference in law between a nightclub and a bar. We all hold seven-day public licences, and the only thing that allows us to go to stay open late is because we hold a public dance licence. But the same as your local pub, only we have a public dance licence so we can apply for special exemption orders to stay open later so um to say that nightclubs have to close there's actually no definition in law for what a nightclub is there's a slight definition in planning but not in law and certainly not in the intoxicating liquor act yeah. so um yeah we're 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 kind of snookered. we just we'll take we'll take whatever restrictions come our way but we do need the support from our government to, because the level of distrust uh, in our industry uh, and hospitality people don't want to risk going into it now or coming back into it they're, they're moving away in their droves and uh, to countries that don't have the same level of restrictions.
1: All right, well, listen, Ian, we appreciate your time. Ian Redmond, the owner of Tramline in Dublin and Gina Murphy, proprietor of Hugo's Restaurant. Thank you both very much for joining us here on The Hard Show.